There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Philadelphia Eagles podcast station with your host, Jake. Um, Yeah, I mean, wow, this game. So the Eagles and the Rams. Um, just another really ugly game. Uh, Carson Wentz looks terrible. Um, you know, Darius Slay is like the 53rd ranked cornerback. I mean, what is going on with this team? It's hard to get excited anymore. Like next week, Bengals, I'm pretty indifferent at this point. Coming in this season, I was very, very excited. Uh, thought the Eagles were going to do well. I think I had the Eagles going 12 and 4, and they are now 0 and 2. And there is a significant possibility that they'll be 0 and 3. And then their schedule gets hard, right? <laughs> After that, the next four games are tough. So. I'm a little at a loss here. Like, it's hard to look. I'm trying to think back on the game and see what the bright spots were that just kind of stand out to me. You know, I haven't poured through the stats yet. I've just, I'm still going off the top of my head. I was super busy yesterday and today with, uh, with moving and work. So I wasn't able to put out the podcast till today, but I wanted to get this one out there. I, you know, I'd like to do, a pregame, postgame, and any major news. So that's what I'm going for. But just looking back, it's hard to think of a, a bright spot. I mean, you know, Miles Sanders had a couple great runs. Like, you can see his quickness. You can see how he's much better than Boston Scott, even though I love Boston Scott. Uh, receivers, Deshaun Jackson was able to get some separation. Um I mean, obviously, Sanders had that fumble right away, which was deadly. You know, his first game back looks terrible, like doesn't look great when he loses the fumble. That kind of like set the pace for the game after that, I feel like. The Eagles secondary looked terrible. I mean, Darius wasn't great. I know he hates that. So Slay wasn't great. Um, All the other cornerbacks and safeties, I don't think anybody really stood out as being good. Um, I don't think the Eagles will get a turnover this year. I mean, I'm, I'm really doubting it at this point, and it's kind of worrisome. Um, Doug has kind of been a dick in his press conferences. Uh, I listen to other podcasts, and I appreciate the content that other people put out. And, um, yeah, like people are asking questions, and Doug is just like leaving like one-word answers like, 
somebody asks a really thoughtful question, not open-ended, but like something that you'd think that a coach of, of an NFL team would talk about. And he says like, no, like it's very immature. It's very, I'm guessing that he has some frustration with how bad the team is doing currently, but that's falling on him as well. So yeah. So if somebody's doing a job and they're not doing a good job, they might hear that they're not doing a good job. Um, and they have to be able to be accountable. They have to defend themselves. And Doug's just like, no, I'm not answering that. Like, no. And that's kind of ridiculous. He, he's definitely lost a couple points with me personally. I used to think he was the greatest coach. And I'm, I'm being a little bit hyperbolic there. But I thought he was a good, like a really good coach. Like, obviously, he won the Eagles uh, their first Super Bowl. Um, he doesn't have the track rector, rector, rec, record of Andy Reid. But still, like, he did win the Super Bowl, and that was a magical season, and I think a lot of Eagles fans remember that. So, it's hard to just write off Doug, but I don't like how he is, like, handling this. Like, his team's struggling, and he's not handling it well. And and when asking questions about Carson Wentz, um, Doug and Carson Wentz, it, it's just very it's like platitudes it's like oh we have to do better oh i have to coach better oh i have to play better it's like come on guys like <laughs> we need something concrete at this point um i'm i'm chatting with my buddies and it's like wentz is wentz has a short leash honestly i'm i'm starting to think he has a short leash because he's just missing tons and tons of passes he's just they look like some sometimes he misses so badly that it's almost comical like on Sunday I laughed at one point when Carson overthrew a guy short pass I, I forget who it was it was the left side of the field and he overthrew him by like five to eight feet and I just had to laugh like the pass was only 10 yards or something like come on guy like you're, you're getting paid millions of dollars a year like you got to do better and I I honestly think I don't think he's injured physically i think he might be scared like he might be scared with his current offensive line and uh it's just like he's nervous out there sometimes i'll see him hold the ball like way too long where he'll just be holding on to it like it feels like five six seven seconds and it's like dude at that point you know you got to get rid of it now having said that I was critical of Carson, I think, on the last podcast for never, ever throwing the ball away. And, you know, maybe it's just my energy I'm sending his way, or maybe Carson is one of my hundreds of listeners that I have at this point. But he's, he threw the ball away twice. Like, good job, man. Like, it wasn't there. You know, the play wasn't there, and you just threw it away, and you lived for another down. You didn't get hit. You didn't get hurt. You didn't fumble. You know, good job, Carson. Like, that's that's progress. But I'm almost thinking that these are things he should already know. We shouldn't have a fifth-year quarterback that's, like, just learning the fundamentals of being in the NFL. Like, you know, we're coming up against Burrow on Sunday. Like, I'd expect him to make some mistakes. And I have seen him make mistakes. The one game I watched him, you know, he was trying to call a timeout while his center snapped the ball. Like, okay. That's a rookie mistake, you know. That's not something 
like or or just throwing like with Carson throwing the ball over some you know throwing the ball away or over somebody's head by five ten feet. That's not something that you expect like a, a seasoned quarterback to do, like especially a franchise quarterback of the recently Super Bowl winning Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know, I don't think Nick Foles is the answer. Like I think back on Nick Foles and it's just like Nick Foles, he was just, he and Carson Wentz are very, very different. And I know there's like two camps. There's like Carson Wentz camp and the Nick Foles camp. And I think that's complete bullshit. There doesn't have to be one or the other. You can like them both. Carson Wentz, 2017, you know, I forget how many games he played. 10, 10 games. 11, yeah, I think 10. No, more. Maybe 11, 12 games. Um, maybe 14. I can't remember exactly uh, off the top of my head. But he was having a hell of a season. He was, you know, he was having an MVP season. And then he couldn't, you know, he got hurt, didn't finish it out. Okay. But... That was very exciting. You you can like that, and you can like what Nick Foles did in you know in the playoffs and Super Bowl. That was you know he he has a statue like Carson Wentz doesn't have a statue at Lincoln Financial, you know Nick Foles does. So I'm not saying that's why you know that's why you can't like Carson. You can still like Carson Wentz, but just you just have to realize that Carson Wentz isn't playing on the same level that Nick Foles is playing. Carson Wentz is not playing on the same level that Carson Wentz played in 2017. Carson Wentz isn't even playing, you know, Carson Wentz isn't even playing as a Carson Wentz of 2019. So everybody just needs to accept that and we can move on. Um, the rest of the team is is not doing well. The defense looks bad. Jim Schwartz looks bad. Doug Peterson looks bad. Carson Wentz looks bad. Uh, Rager looks good. He is a rookie. He looks good. You know, he gets separation. He's fast. He can go down the field, but he does drop. He has a, a few drops already. So that's just like, you know, Nelson Aguilar is flashing back where Nelson Aguilar was a, I thought he was a great athlete. He could get, you know, he, he had moves on the field. He could get separation. He just couldn't catch the ball. That was the problem. And, uh, I still remember back to, I think it was 2017 season where he just stunned that guy. Uh, uh, I can't, <laughs> I can't remember who they were playing, but it was at the end zone and he runs down and he does like a juke and then a spin and he puts the guy on his butt and then he falls into the end zone like Sean Jackson used to. And that was a great moment, but just Nelson Aguilar, he couldn't catch the ball. It's like some guys, well, he couldn't catch the ball for Philly. I feel like Nelson Aguilar is going to go somewhere and I think he's having success, you know, like, like all these players, like, uh, like Patrick Chung, who, you know, Eagles fans, I think during the Chip Kelly era, will get so mad at, myself included, over his lack of coverage, goes to New England, becomes a starter, and he gets three Super Bowl rings. Like, are you, are you serious? Like, you're a starter on a three-time Super Bowl winning team. But, like, here in Philly, you couldn't do anything. It's it's so ridiculous. I don't know if it's the coaches. I don't know if it's the, you know, what it is. Like, I, I don't know why these guys don't perform, but they don't. So just going going back to the game, you know, Eagles Rams total net yards. L.A. had you know four hundred and forty nine. Philly had three hundred sixty three. Yeah, Eagles didn't have as much, but they had enough. Total penalties. Uh, Rams had four. Eagles had five. Penalty yards. Rams had twenty four. Eagles had thirty. Not a big difference. Time of possession. 
Rams had 31 minutes, 13 seconds. Eagles had 28.47, almost identical. Carson Wentz was 26 for 43. That's pretty bad. For 242 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. Jared Goff was 20 for 27 for 267 yards, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. Um, now for the running backs. Miles Sanders uh, had 20 attempts for 95 yards. Uh, his long was 15, and he had one touchdown. Boston Scott had four. Boston Scott had four attempts for 20 yards. Uh, his long being nine, no touchdowns. Carson Wentz had ran ran the ball twice, had seven yards. His long was six yards and one touchdown. Uh, Deshaun Jackson six receptions for 64 yards. His long was 25 yards. Uh, Zach Ertz had five receptions for 42 yards. His long being 12 yards. Jalen Rager had four for 41 yards. His long being 16 yards. Uh, no touchdowns here. Miles Sanders, uh, three receptions for 41 yards. So he's a good dual threat. Like, I'm super happy with Miles Sanders. His long was 22, no receiving touchdowns. Dallas Goddard was four for 30, his long being 11, zero touchdowns. Boston Scott was three for 24, long being 12, no touchdowns. Uh, Greg Ward had one reception for five yards, long being five. So, um, yeah, are you guys not, guys and girls, are you not hearing, are you hearing who I did not mention? Uh, JJ Ortega Whiteside. Like, there was so much hype about him coming in, and he just hasn't done anything. I don't know, I don't know if he has any yards this year. I know he has like 120 yards for last season, 126 yards for last season, but at this point it's just like, what are they doing with him? Like, if these guys aren't producing, they almost have to get rid of them, in my opinion. I know it's going to cost the cap, and I know they're in cap trouble, but they just keep these, you know, it's like Howie, this this genius cap manager, uh, signs these guys long-term, and then they, you know, fall out. Like, you know, we just paid Alshon Jeffrey, Jeffrey a lot of money, and he's not even playing. Like, I mean, uh, Carson Wentz got extended, and that was like, oh, great move. Yeah, okay, but he was on the downslope, and now he's not doing well at all, and, and he's costing all this money. So, at this point, I think Howie's got to go. I mean, I know it's only two games, and, you know, the season could flip, and it, and they could go 14-2, and two, technically, but uh, anything short of a ten, like 10 wins this season, I think, like, I think Howie's got to go. I just don't think he's done good planning. He's not handled the money well. He hasn't signed guys that are able to play. I don't know. It's it's so confusing because there's a few different teams. There's a trainer team. There's a scout team. There's Howie. You know, there's Lurie. There's maybe Doug has some influence on who they take, draft picks, who they sign. You know, you think it'd all be up to Howie, but I think there's a little overlap there. And it's it's hard to just, like, it's so hard with injuries, right? It's so hard to just blame people for injuries. But I, the only thing I know is that as people age, they are more susceptible to injuries. Their bodies don't heal as well. Their bodies don't hold up as well. So that's my only thought is like in the off season or before the off season, we heard that Howie wanted the team to get younger. And what happened? Oh, they signed Jav- Javon Hargrave. Well, he still hasn't played yet. It's, it's two games into the new season. They just signed him. I think they signed him for a year. Like, <laughs> okay, he's going to sit on the bench for six months. Like, 
Good job, Howie. Like another another slam dunk. I mean, maybe I just don't know where to take my Eagles rage out on. I'm I think Carson Wentz is playing badly. I think I think Howie has done a bad job. I I he's you know, it's it's hard to say what is like his like shining highlights are. I mean, I guess Fletcher Cox, but Fletcher Cox is even kind of falling off. And you don't really hear from him. But it's like we've had so many injuries, two on the line already, and Andre Dillard like hasn't proven himself yet as a, as a from from us draft him in the first round. I mean, we're just getting such crap for players at this point. Um, I'm sad to say it, but I think the Super Bowl might be an anomaly at this point. I think there's going to have to be structural changes, and I'm thinking there has to be a lot of firings. They got to shake this up. I think people are getting too comfortable. This whole thing with like. You know, people getting um, nostalgic and they, they have all these nostalgic high. Like, I remember people talking about that a lot, these nostalgic hires. Oh, they, they really love Jason, you know, Jason Peters, so they'll give him a longer extension. Or they'll, they'll sign him for, like, a little little less money or whatever and keep him on just because they, they loved him so much. Like, no, they got to get cutthroat on this team. Philadelphia Eagles have to get cutthroat. They got to want to win. They got to do what it has to to win. They can't just sit around and not you know, sign these nostalgic players or these, these guys that, you know, have been playing for, I mean, some of these guys are like 30 in their thirties. Like it's just too late. Like it's almost too late to sign. You're not getting value. Like you have to think about value. Like, yeah, you can buy a cheap old TV. Maybe that's a quote unquote good value because you get a big screen size for a little bit of money. But, like, maybe it doesn't last that long. Is that a good value? Then all the money you paid for is just gone in, in a, a few months. Or, you know, the screen, the resolution isn't that good. So you pay all this money and then it, it's not a good value if it doesn't work for you. So, you know, screw these these quote-unquote value picks or whatever. Screw just amassing a ton of draft picks. Like, go for the good guy. Go for people that are almost a sure bet and and we got to build around it and Doug Doug's got to check his attitude at this point I think you know I don't talk to Doug I'm not privileged to have a a press pass so I can't ask Doug questions because I don't write articles for them but like Doug bro like I know for me the Eagles are like a, a big part of my life like you know don't have this attitude and and grow up, man. Like just grow up, and you know answer the questions, do the dance, you know, don't be a dick, and and start winning some football games for us. I think the schedule is going to get you know I've heard it's going to get hard from this point out. So I Bengals are they're okay. Um, the Browns beat them, but the Browns looked pretty decent last week. So it's hard, you know, it's hard to say that the Eagles, I think the Eagles will get better. I don't think they're going to stay bad. Uh, My prediction preseason was pretty bad, like, if I look at it now. But I don't, I really don't think that, you know, the Eagles are going to keep tanking all season. And I saw somebody mention that maybe Carson Wentz is hurt. I don't think Wentz is hurt. I think they might use that as an excuse if he keeps sucking where they need to, um, give a reason for why he's been so bad. Okay. He's hurt. Sure. Whatever. You know, we, we spent a second round draft pick on, on a quarterback. So that's probably not somebody that's going to be good enough to start. And maybe, you know, Dak Prescott, 
I, I don't like saying it. This is an Eagles podcast. We're supposed to hate the Cowboys and everybody there. But at this point, Dak Prescott is playing better than Carson Wentz. There, there's no doubt about it. And he was he he wasn't a first round pick. So I think you can have value at other you know at other places and then in the draft. You don't have to move up to number two overall. But um, you want to go with more of a sure bet. And you know I, I have a feeling if Carson Wentz goes somewhere else, he's going to do well. And maybe that's saying a lot about this organization. Like if Carson Wentz, I. I'm trying to think of like who the teams are that are struggling with quarterback and I can't think of any at the top of my head. So if somebody does, if Carson Wentz isn't here next year, year after whatever, I feel like he's going to have success wherever he goes. Maybe he won't. Um, I just, I don't think he is a hundred percent mentally tough to play. I think he gets frustrated. It reminds me a little bit of Cam Newton. I remember when Cam Newton came to, to Philly, uh, probably about three years ago, and the Eagles got in his head and frustrated him, and he was no good to anybody. I feel like Carson Wentz is very—he easily gets, you know, put off his uh, axis and can easily get frustrated. So, I really wanted to do well, though. I, I really wanted Carson Wentz to do well. I'm not 100% writing him off, but he is on a short list at this point. Like, dude's got to really come through soon. He's got to put up some big numbers, and he's got to he's got to be more consistent. Like, okay, you can miss some passes, but be consistent, dude. Like, you can't throw it 10 feet over somebody's head for no reason. Like, what's going on, man? Like, are your fingers broke? Like, figure it out. Like, get better. So, I mean, I'm not really sure if there's anything else I want to say about this game. Um, I guess I'll go through the Rams players. I said Goff was 20 for 27, 267 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, Henderson had 12 attempts rushing for 81 yards. Um, Wow, their guys had a lot more rushing yards than we did. And then receiving Cooper Cup had five receptions for 81 yards. Tyler Higby was five for 54. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's really all I want to say for this podcast. It's really annoying, but like I've also I've almost kind of disconnected a little bit where this stuff doesn't bother me as much. Um, for some reason, Washington really bothered me, but at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Eagles-Rams loss doesn't bother me as much. I'm, I'm kind of like realizing that the Eagles are not a good football team. So I'm lowering my expectations, and then and then the losses hurt less. So, you know, Bengals are coming up. Um, I think probably the Rams are better than the Bengals, but we'll see. Um, it seems like everybody's better than the Eagles at this point. I'll do another podcast for a preview for that game. Uh, later in the week, maybe Friday or Saturday, so we can have some more updated injury news. Um, that's all I have for now, so thank you as always for listening, and fly Eagles fly. Thank you for listening to the Philadelphia Eagles podcast station. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast feed and consider becoming a supporter.